Good morning, happy Tuesday, and welcome to the Language Confidence Project, the only daily podcast to get you unstuck in your language learning and help you enjoy the process just a little bit more. I truly believe that the biggest barrier for so many language learners It's not that we don't know what to do or what methods to use, it's that we just don't believe it's ever going to happen for us. So the Language Confidence Project is here every weekday to tell you that it is possible, even for you, and you can do this. Now, if you are a regular listener and you haven't left a review for this show or shared it or told anyone about it, would you consider doing it for me? especially now at the start of the new school and university years in so many countries, I would really appreciate it if you could help me get the word out and spread language courage to as many learners as I can. So if you know someone who is learning a language or thinking about starting one, could you please give this show a mention this week? I would be eternally grateful. Now, When people are thinking about learning a language for the first time, one of the most common questions they ask is, but how long? How long have you been studying for? How long till you reach B2? How long until you are fluent? And then they ask, how many hours should I study per week? How much time should I spend on vocabulary? How much of my time should I dedicate to this app. And the list goes on. And with both questions, what they actually want to know is, how long will it take me? And how long should it take me? But I truly believe that time isn't the question. I think we've got two problems here. Measuring the years won't tell you how long it's going to take and measuring the hours won't tell you when you've done enough. These are just not the questions that are going to bring you the data you are actually looking for. There are so many people in this world who have studied a language here and there for 10 years or more around a full-time job and children and pets and sport three times a week and a thriving social life. There are also lots of people who spent the same decade studying a language, maybe up to postdoctoral level, in a university, living and breathing that language every day. They studied for the same number of years, but within that, the actual number and intensity of hours studied was vastly different. They had vastly different journeys and, no surprise, vastly different outcomes. The thing is, having a lot of time pass while learning a language, it doesn't tell any specific story. And yet we use time so often as a stick to beat ourselves with as we spin our own narratives about our skills as language learners. How many times have you heard people say that they couldn't possibly learn a language because they studied French for 10 years at school and they can barely order a coffee? 
and yet they're completely discounting the fact that they probably studied in a chaotic environment, they probably studied when they weren't interested, and they probably followed a curriculum where speaking barely featured at all. And yet they're still concluding that if it took 10 years as a child, it's probably going to take 20 years as an adult. And it's exactly the same when we get caught up in how many hours we should be studying per day. When we hear that someone we respect studies their language for, say, four hours a day, it can be easy to fall into the trap of telling ourselves the story that if we can just tick off those 240 minutes every day without fail, we're on a path to success. But as data goes, it's not good data. Because if we spend all those hours doing things that don't really move us closer to our goals, and our goals, the ones we defined as success in our language learning, or we're being really inefficient in some way, getting the four hours in might be depleting our energy, but without giving us the results we want. So if there's one takeaway from this episode, it's this. We cannot connect time to results without also connecting the right use of that time with the results we want. So if you're asking for timeframes, and we all do it, it's fine to want a ballpark figure. Remember, context is everything. Don't ask for the years without asking how much they studied in those years. Don't ask for the hours without asking what sorts of things they did in those hours. And don't ask how long it took them to reach their goals without asking exactly what their goals were. Let's stop measuring the years. Let's stop measuring the hours. And let's start measuring the results. Because it's what we achieve in that time that really matters. I know it can feel long sometimes, but you are making progress and you will get there. Remember, every tiny thing you achieve today counts and every word matters. I will see you tomorrow.